Welcome to Damaged Goods, where we talk about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Real and raw, funny and unfiltered. Unfiltered. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome your hosts, Cynthia and Chrissy. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Damaged Goods. We just want to start by saying thank you to the few people who have um, actually reached out and given us some feedback. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Even if it's just your way of letting us know that you listened, it really means a lot to us. Yes. So, we're going to start today with a very serious question. (laughs) How long did it take you (laughs) to start pooping at a guy's house? I mean, I think, I don't know what the big deal is with this. I've... I don't, I mean, it's everybody. I mean, in the beginning, I feel like it gives me anxiety, but after a while, it's like, I have to fucking shit. And if you're spending the night and you're there the next morning, I mean. What if I'm lactose intolerant and I eat a pizza? It's not healthy to hold it either. No, it's not at all. And I think, I don't know, I think I never really thought of it as um, something that people... I guess overthink. Overanalyze, yeah. But when I was going to California the first time and staying with that guy, um, a girl who was coming to my yoga class said, well, what are you going to do if you have to poop? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm going to poop. Like, I'm going for four days. I think he would assume, much like him, right. like, I shit. I mean, you eat. <laughs> I think the, the weird thing, like, at least in the beginning of, like, talking to somebody or seeing somebody is, like, if the bathroom's, like, right there, yes. they can, like, hear yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, he did have a small apartment, but, and it was funny because when he went in, like, I could tell because he was running the water and, <laughs> and listening to something you, on his phone, like, trying to. Have you seen the TikTok that's, like, um, it's the girl in the bathroom and she'll turn the faucet in and the guy will barge in and he's like, no, turn my fucking faucet off. He's like, I know you're going to do it and know it's going to happen. Like, stop running my water. Yeah, you're wasting water and money. It's <laughs> expensive. And I, I feel like if you're seeing someone who is going to judge you or think less of you because you're shitting, you should probably date somebody else because... <laughs> Everybody poops. I mean, it's, it's a biological function. Yeah. And if they can't handle that, that's... Yeah. But I some people... Some people really won't. I mean, obviously, if it's, like, the first time I'm meeting someone and I'm going to, like, I'm, I'll hold it. So yeah, but right. But, like you said, once you're comfortable, if you're at the point where you're spending the night at somebody's house, I, I think it's plenty okay. Yes, exactly. To use their bathroom. Even, like, I mean, I feel like me, in the beginning, like, I don't even want them to hear me pee. But the, I don't know. I think it's just so weird. It's all in your head yeah. type of thing, too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and if you're concerned about smell, they sell the little sprays. The little spritzer sprays. Pocket-sized ones, too. Yeah. Just put it in your purse. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of weird if you bring your purse <laughs> to the bathroom, though. Pocket. I don't know. <laughs> or how about everyone just has one on the back of their toilet? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody should, but... And then it's there. It takes away the anxiety. <laughs> Poopery. For, yes, that's, that's what, what it's, it's called. called. <laughs> Poopery. Sponsor Again, us. If you want to sponsor us. We're still waiting for a landscaper. haven't... <laughs> gotten any offers for that so maybe the pooping is our claim to fame um which I guess kind of brings us into our first topic of being yourself from the start because that's <laughs> I mean you're gonna poop eventually you're gonna yeah. poop at their house yeah I don't know I I feel like we're both ourselves from the start 
Um, I'm not with with guy like with my experience in like dating and guys it's not that easy for me to come out of my shell like that unless it's somebody that I just like click with immediately but that's kind of rare I mean I might be quieter at first yeah um, in that respect but I don't I think mine's just all anxiety too yeah though. I don't try to change who I am or act like somebody different Okay, yeah. in that aspect, yeah. yeah. No, I guess you're yeah, right. That's why I'm saying we're both. No, I'm definitely a little quieter at first. Um, I probably ease into being more outgoing with someone once I'm yeah. comfortable. But as far as... Like, we'll always be like that honest... Yeah, like my thoughts and who like I am. Like type of person. And, yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. Like I'm not going to... Like if I say I like something and they say they hate it, I'm not going to be like, no, no, I hate oh, it. Oh, yeah, too. no, I don't like it either. Like, <laughs> no, I was just kidding. <laughs> that's gaslighting. Yeah. So... <laughs> Like, we don't do that. I am who I am. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what I like, what I don't like. And I think it's super important to be yourself from the start because, like, you're showing somebody a vulnerable side of you. Yeah. And if you pretend to be somebody else, how are you going to keep up with that throughout the whole... What if it's somebody that you're literally going to marry? And then... You can't keep up a fake personality. Right, because then they're falling for a false version of you. Yes, exactly. So then how are you ever going to It's like the the bitches that are crazy, just show you're crazy from the start. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's no point in pretending to be this innocent little human when you're gonna rage the fuck out when you get mad. And I I also think I had read something once about if you go into dating as if it's just a friendship that you... Just are yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, when you meet friends, you don't typically try to pretend you're someone you're not. Right. Because it's your similarities that kind of give you that bond. Yes. That's a really good point. I never really thought of it that way. I think it probably also takes the pressure off of dating. If you're going into every dating situation with, like, maybe this is the one, you're putting so much pressure. I used to do that, though. Oh, I and did I too. Feel I like think I everybody's always, guilty. Yeah, of that. I feel like it would t- probably be so much easier if you just looked at it as a friendship. Wow, yeah. that's really good advice. Oh, thanks. That's not mine. <laughs> I, I read it somewhere, but it, but I I did too. And you do put so much pressure because then yeah. when it doesn't work, there's that like ugh, there's like, no hope. I gotta do it again. I gotta start dating again. Right. Where if it's and who knows maybe it doesn't work as dating, but if you went into it as a friendship. You still leave with a friend. They always say... Best relationships start as friendships. Friendships, exactly. They do. And I think it's because you're comfortable enough to be yourself. There's not that, like, honeymoon period where everyone's on their best behavior and trying to be their, you know, someone they're not, and then... But I feel like, so, obviously, in my experience, me and Alex have been friends for 15 years before we got together... And I was so much more comfortable Yeah. right off the bat. Even, like, I mean, in the beginning it was like, wow, this is a little weird. Like, how do I act? And then it kind of just, like, fit into place that it was just natural. Right. Because and I feel like that's how, that's how it should be. It's like, I feel like maybe, I mean, that's probably how you know is when it's so natural like that and it's easygoing. Yeah, like you already knew each other's, you know quote-unquote bad qualities yeah like you knew everything oh god yeah (laughs) so you didn't have to you know get over that weird awkward and I do I think it's also you know like when you hear people 
you know, oh, I text him or I text her and, you know, it's been three hours and I haven't heard back. But if you have that friendship, like, you don't panic if your friend doesn't text you back in three hours. Right. No, I'm just going to text you again if I have something else to say. And you're not thinking like, oh, okay, she doesn't want to be my friend anymore, shit. So if you have that mentality in all levels, you're not freaking, because I have, you know, female friends and female clients who... You know, I haven't heard from them, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe they were busy, or yeah, maybe right. they were work. You know, because I, I know I'm someone. There's sometimes I don't until oh, you don't answer me for hours. Nine o'clock at night, <laughs> get to respond. <laughs> so I get that other, you know, side where you know, no, you don't need to panic. I just, you know, they're just busy. Yeah. But if you have that mentality, oh, this is just another friend. It's nothing right. to freak out about. They're still doing their living, like, they still got to do their life. Yeah. And there are some situations where you can't drop what you're doing to respond to a text message. Yes, exactly. And if I know, you know, like, someone's going through something and I see they text, I will make an effort to look at it right then and there. Like, if it, I think there's an emergency or... Right. Um, or they could be me and they're just guilty of they read the message when they should just leave it unread. And then at the end of the day, forget that. Don't respond. I do that all the yeah. time. I'll accidentally open it, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And I say all the time, I'm not going to open them until I can respond to yeah, them. Yeah, right. And then I don't. <laughs> I just fail myself. <clears throat> so our next topic um, is, oh, I guess this kind of just stems right into it. Thought process slash intentions going into a relationship. Yeah, I think dating's definitely harder nowadays. We've touched on it. It's not even just dating. It's literally everything is harder these days because social media, Mm -hmm. um, the internet, like it's not like you call up your friend on the on the house phone, you know what I mean? It's like you text, like you send a text message. Right. There's no phone calls anymore, which don't get me wrong, I fucking hate the phone. But when I was younger, I used to sit on the phone for hours oh with my, my friends. You know what I mean? Like, I but it's just the way society at. made it. I need the phone. Yes. <laughs> and there was that element of surprise because initially there was no caller ID. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you didn't know who was on the other end. Right? It was kind of exciting. Now it's like you can see. Oh, I'm not answering that. <laughs> like, yeah. Like me with Geico for the past <laughs> three days. <laughs> was it yesterday? At Let the it gym? go to voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> like Geico's calling you. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Um, but I think we've touched on what makes dating harder and it is that yeah. whole social media the the next best thing is right around the corner yep not there's I just personally have not seen a lot of effort yeah. and I'm just someone in any relationship whether it's a friendship or not I just put a lot of effort in um and I did come to a realization the other day semi-related and semi-not initially I thought like I like to buy things for people because it just fulfilled oh, my, we talked about this. my shopping addiction but I really do think it's one of the ways I just show someone that I care about them yes I'm the same way and I think it makes sense it probably we, ties into our shopping addiction yes. because that's how that's how we treat ourselves you know right. what I mean like we show ourselves appreciation by buying things for our, ourselves yeah. and that's how we do it for other people too because I don't know how to express my feelings, so instead right. I'm going to get yeah, you a I gift. I saw this and I thought, thought of, you. of you. Exactly. Or I you might like this. Or I got you a little something. Yes. Um, and I don't even think that happens. And I'm not saying you have to buy people things, but there's no... I don't know. I can't tell you the last time someone has put in full-on effort. Yeah. Which is why I'm 
Single. Single. Which also, I guess, brings to a question that someone sent me about um, if I would update on my search for a green flag. And I think first I should clarify, I think I kind of made it clear, but I guess not. I'm not actively searching for someone. Um, I'm not opposed to meeting someone. If it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens. But I'm not on dating sites. I'm not asking people to fix me up with anybody. Yeah. Um, So I guess that's the first um, part of that is I'm not actively. I think when you're at the point where, like, you just gave up actively looking, like, hoping that somebody's going to come along, I think the best way for you to meet somebody is just naturally. Yeah. Like, you run into somebody. Somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, something you're like doing that. something you love. You meet somebody. It's clearly something that they like as well. So right there, you have a common interest. Which I think is important to have common interest. I mean, I don't think that you should have everything in common because exactly. that's not normal. No. But No, because you also need, as you know, especially me, need some time to yourself. Yes, exactly. But yeah, you do have to have some foundation of commonality, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's the word. Um, But yeah, so to answer, I'm not actively looking. I'm not opposed, you know, to meeting someone. But I think I'm just in a right spot for that. If something were to come along, it would be a good time. I think before when I was actively looking, there was almost that desperation to fill a void and you were picking all the wrong people yes where now I don't have that void yes. like I'm happy where I'm at at life you know I've I'm fulfilled on my own and I think that really adds to a relationship you know what I mean like being in such a good spot because I guess that's kind of where I was too when things went up with Alex so right. it's just like well, I think there's an... It flows nicer. Because there's an energy that you give off. When you need someone, like, you're giving you can tell off that people, energy. Yes. You can tell when people are desperate for attention, like, love, yeah. affection, stuff like that. And it's, I don't know, to me, when I have that on to me, it's, like, suffocating. It's exhausting. So, you know, I don't think that's the best place to find someone. So I think in the past, when I was looking for people, that's probably why I didn't. Right. And actually, when we ran into that kid at the gym a few weeks ago, and at first I was like, oh, like I kind of screwed it up with him because, you know, I was always dating like some idiot at the time and I kind of kept turning him down. But then I thought back on it and I'm like, no, because I wasn't in a place. You wouldn't have been. To have been able to be with him at that point in time. Yeah. Because he is a nice guy. He is responsible. He has a good head on his shoulders. And where I was at then, it wouldn't, it never would have worked. So in reality, I didn't mess And you know what? Alex says it all the time too. He's like, I'm glad that we like got together when we did because if we had in the past, like it would have never worked out because we both weren't in the same headspace. We weren't at a point in our lives where we were ready to just, you know. Yeah, it is. Because I did have a brief moment after we saw him. I'm like, oh, was he the one who got away? And I'm like, (laughs) no, I wasn't ready then. Hey, you never know. He could always come back around. Yeah. Um, But I I do have a a funny story about what I thought was a green flag. Um, So so, um, there was someone, although we did have a great language barrier, (laughs) I will will lead with that. Um, But I did think he could have been a possible um, green flag because he was very open with how he felt about me. Um, from what I could understand. Um, Limited. And he, like, 
it was like, can we go out? Like, I want to take you out. I want to do something. And initially I had said no because he was the client of the other trainer um, that I work with. And, you know, it's just I wouldn't do that. Like, I wouldn't mess with someone else's business. I wouldn't want them to mess with mine. But then, you know, time had gone by and I realized he wasn't training there anymore. And I had run into him a couple of times. Um, and then I had said to him, like, oh, had I known you weren't training there, you know, we could have gone out. And he's like, oh, well, we could still go out. And we had made a plan. He was going away back home. And when he came back, he we were going to go out. And then... But for the, wine. With, for wine. I had to pick ahead of time <laughs> what I was going to drink. Um, and then in that brief two-week trip, he, he got married. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I kind of questioned <laughs> how one forgot when they were asking me on a date. <laughs> so they were getting married? And I'm, like, married. Like, there were yeah. wedding <laughs> I remember texting you. It's <laughs> like... Okay. I died when you told me that. This is a first. Like, you can't make this shit up. I was just scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> he, didn't, he wasn't hiding it. Oh, he also unfollowed us, though. Yeah, he did. He did unfollow us. Maybe that was the hint? Was well, that I think hint? I unfollowed him when I realized he was married. But he had unfollowed at least me prior to well, that. Well, he unfollowed both of us, and then he refollowed me. Oh, that's right. Um... And then the power of social media. And then I just one night was like randomly scrolling through, and I'm like, wait a minute, because you know sometimes one story just leads into another, and you forget who you know. I'm like, wait a minute, I think that's him. And I'm like, does that cake say Mister and Mrs. <laughs> and then I had a hold my his finger, <laughs> and he had a wedding ring on. So yeah. So here's a tip. Don't ask someone on a date and then two weeks later get married. And it literally was two weeks. Like, it wasn't yeah, two literally. years. Even maybe months. Of you guys were, weren't you guys in contact, like, the week before he left for vacation? He had, like, jokingly, I had put up something I made and he responded and said, next time you should invite me over. Oh, my god. So, goodness. I mean, I would feel like... Did he, do you think it was arranged? It was something. Because... I don't know. I don't know how Maybe you... he just went back home and it was his high school sweetheart. I don't know how you go But how from... do you get married? Even, like, it hadn't been that long from when we had first interacted. Like, it was only no, months. Months, yeah, a few months. And I would... There ass... was no sign of any females anywhere. No. I know. And I would just assume even months you'd have some inclination that you were getting married. I mean, I don't generally think it's a... I don't know. It's just, I still can't figure it out. Yeah, it's mind-boggling, that's And then for he's sure. also unfollowed me. But I'll never know. If I ever know, I'll let you guys. Her intentions, <laughs> his intentions were not good. No. Then I did have the other one who I thought quite possibly understood what I was looking for. Yeah. And he was younger, but I'm like, oh, he kind of gets it. Like, I need space and... Um, he actually, I felt like at first he was actually listening to the things that you were saying. Exactly. You know what I mean? And would kind of reiterate to me, like, yeah, I get it. Like, this is what you are looking for. This is what you, you need. And then, you know. Left turn real quick. Yeah, I just put something up, and he asked where I was going. And jokingly, I said running away. And he said where, and I said a secret. And he was like, why is everything going to be secret? <laughs> just don't understand. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. So that that's my two updates on what I thought were green flags. That was the, the end of the 
the hope for the dating life right there. Yeah. I think the marriage definitely did it for you. <laughs> it, that, listen, I've had a lot of dating experiences. That one beats all of topped them. Topped it. Literally I never, topped it. Never have never. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, you know, I'm still open. We'll keep you posted since clearly someone is interested in my <laughs> search of a green flag. But it's not a search. It will just be an encounter. Yeah. Let it come naturally. It'll happen. Yeah. I still have hope for the guy at the gym, so <laughs> he was an attractive man, and I think you guys would look great together, but it's fine. And what more do you need than that? No, I do know he is a very nice person. He used to come to one of my yoga classes. We'll run into him again. So I've had interaction with him, but yes, you, you are, you're rooting for him. Yeah. You're on I team, don't even know him. You're on team gym guy. But yes, yeah, so I'm just kind of doing me and open to whatever happens. So way to do it. Really? Yeah. You have to be happy where you are now. You can't always be wishing for the next step. Exactly. You gotta focus on focus on the now and let yeah. it come. That's kind of how we ended up here too. Yeah. You know? I definitely wasn't looking for anything. <clears throat> and uh, I just shot my shot and here we are. <laughs> and it was out of nowhere. Shot Literally out shot. of nowhere. <laughs> Like I said, we literally were friends for 15 years, and I had no interest until now, so. Because I think you weren't ready then. Right. I think it's all a mind thing. It's all about, like, you know, like, when you look at somebody, like, I had a huge crush on somebody way back in, like, freshman year, and I would never allow myself to even, like, talk to this person because I knew I wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah. And obviously, he's in, like, a super happy relationship now and, like, whatever haven't talked to him since high school but it's just I think it's better to know your headspace and your intentions mm -hmm. rather than hey fuck it this guy's good looking let me just try exactly because you never like you could ruin you could ruin a good thing with wrong time right <laughs> and and I do think timing is important and I really do I mean it's so cliche but everything happens for a reason and on the time schedule I it's supposed so, to happen yes Everything happens for a reason. I, that strong believer of that. It, I, I mean, it does. Like, just even how we met. Like, so many things had to come into play. Exactly. For us to have crossed each other's paths. And thank God we did. Yes. As much as I regret <laughs> that job. Oh, me too. <laughs> and I don't even talk to the person who put me in contact with the owner of that right. place who I thought was someone I'd be friends with forever. Yeah. Like, I never saw he and I not being friends. But, it, I don't know, maybe it was feel just like to people, lead to I feel you. like you're put in a, in a place for a reason. Whether it's a negative experience or not. Yeah. Something good, if you look at the bigger picture, something good always yes, comes out always. of something negative. Well, I just even said that to you the other day, like, it's just been a few weeks of turmoil, but I said, you know, like I could look at, you know, losing a client as negative, but when I look back, if I lost like a class or a client, like something better came along. Exactly. Like it was either more money or a more dedicated client or someone yes. who wanted to put in that effort more. I feel like people are just so um, downputting that they don't take the time to sit back and see what can come out of 
something. Well, because I think you just said it. It takes time and you have to put some effort in. It's a lot easier to just be like, life sucks. All these bad things happen to me. Then to be like, okay, what what did I learn from this? Like, what good came out of this? Yeah. You know, what good can I make come out of this? And, I mean, we've both had some stressful, like, the past two to three weeks. Yeah. And it would have been so easy to just be like, fuck, fuck it. this. Yeah. I'm all set. Like, I'm trying. Like, I'm taking ten steps forward and I'm taking 40 you know steps many, backwards. How many days? And I can, you probably feel the same. How many days I just wanted to crawl into bed? Oh, my God. Like... It literally, I would think to myself, okay, one more thing can't possibly happen, and then... Oh, no, it always indeed, does. Indeed, one it more always thing does. Happen. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let it be, and tomorrow was going to be a better day, and then the day would start off with something right away, and I'm like, I don't know, how could this be? And it would have. Both of us, I'm telling you, these past few weeks would have been easy to go back to our old ways. Yeah screw it I'm not trying anymore. I would have loved to fall into a deep depression um, of laying in my bed all day and I didn't like I literally and it was work it wasn't easy we're not saying it's easy but I no, did do the work yourself. to find what the positive and all of it was exactly and I and I didn't how you do it you keep pushing yeah you can't just crawl up into a ball so with that being said we're not talking about just life I mean, we're not talking about just dating. We're talking about life in general. Yes. Oh, definitely don't crawl up into a ball after a bad date. No, that's not worth it. No. And I feel do you like... you know how many bad dates I've been on? <laughs> we could do a whole episode. We should We could do a whole episode about bad dates. About the bad dates we've been on. I'm, I wouldn't say I've been on any, really, because I just I never did the dating thing. Oh, well, I had that phase when people were insisting they had to fix Setting me up Setting you up, yes. People. Trust me, I've heard your stories, and we could definitely do an episode oh on God, that, though. Oh, my God, they're funny. Some of them are funny. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll have to make a mental note. <laughs> Don't worry. We change everybody's name if we use it. Yeah, we won't call you out. But if you put two and two together and know we're talking about you... Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> two plus two is four. I think um, people have been very good about knowing... If it's them. Oh, yeah, probably. Whatever. I've gotten I said what I said. It's not like we're speaking, we're not speaking anything but the truth. I was just going to say. If you take offense to it, that's on you. Because someone had said to me, oh, I have to watch, like, what I say around you now because it's going to end up on the podcast. Like, we literally just tell the stories. We don't make them up. You know what's funny? Okay, so me and Alex were watching um, a comedy show. Um, show last night on Netflix and the guy literally said people are out here getting offended by things that they don't have to watch. It's true. It's so true. And I don't think we're saying anything negative about people. We're just saying our experience with a person. And I feel like if that person is taking it in a negative way, then they kind of know they did something shitty. Yeah. Or if you're defensive about it then you realize like there was an issue but there's no there's no owning up to it oh i haven't gotten any owning up i've gotten like them said more like it's you not me yeah oh yeah because i got you know in quotations things that were said on the podcast said person Um, yeah or like with an lol yes (laughs) or who you calling you know an idiot or um (laughs) you (laughs) but 
I don't know. I think you, it's kind of like when you, um, you know, you, like you post something on your story and it really isn't directed at anyone it's and you get, fact. you know, like, is that towards me? Is that about yes. me? Yes. And I'm like, well, I guess if the shoe fits. Yeah. Wear it. Um, but yeah, we're not out here trying to offend or we're not. I think maybe people think we're like now kind of like trying to get into situations where we can have something to talk about. Like we are literally just living our normal everyday life. Oh, these life, things come to us. And it just falls into our lap somehow. <laughs> like today, the man who won't leave us alone at the one location of okay, the gym. Okay, that was Was creepy. at this location. I'm like, I literally, when I tell you, I was staring at his face so that I could get all the details so that when we go back to Cranston that I can see if this was actually the same man, because that's not normal. No. He's, okay, so we went to a different location today for the first time. We go to the same gym every morning, Around and the, the same, same guy is there every morning. Just so happened we switched locations today, and I swear to God it was the same guy. Mind you, this guy had also come up to us and was like, you guys are related, and we're like, no, we're not. And he's like, but you look alike. And we're like, yeah, we're, we're just friends. But, oh, well, I just assume because you're always together. Yep, we're yeah. just friends. And then as we were walking out the door, he, he followed us out the door. And he was like, so how'd you guys meet? Like, it's like it's none of your business. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't him, he has an identical twin. Literally. that's I know that's what I said of to course, you. I'm like, he it has took me to 20 minutes to find to him. find him. She's like, I think that's him. I'm like, where am I looking? So weird. Yeah. And he was doing, doing the, the same, same exercises. exercises. He does a lot of mobility work. All right, I think we have a stalker. And he's one step ahead of us because... <laughs> how did he know? I don't... Maybe... I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm trying to think if we talked about in Cranston. No, <clears throat> it was only over text. Creepy! <laughs> While we're talking about the gym, another good point, or I should say question slash concern that we have is why are the men who are, like, using the heavy dumbbells, like, you know, the 115-pound ones, working out in front of the 10- and 12-pound dumbbells that we need to get at? But, like, not even, like, we're not saying, like, at the bench. Like no, in front of them. directly in front so of the smaller weight. So you have to say, excuse me. Yeah, and some of them won't move. Can I come get this little 10-pound dumbbell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, go to a bench or move down towards your section. Yeah. Like, obviously, we're not lifting I, I mean, a 90-pound dumbbell. Uh, yeah, no. Although that time, I jokingly, when the guy asked if he could take some of the plates, and I jokingly said, just leave the 45s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, I don't think he heard me. But yeah, just move down. Or back up. Leave a walking take a step space back. is yes. what we're asking for. Yeah. I don't, I mean... And I get it. It's like cramped sometimes, and there aren't always benches... The only time that I'll, like, go right in front of the weights is if I'm, like, using it to lean on to. Yes. Like, do, like, you know, tricep kickbacks. But, like, I'm, I don't see the point in standing directly in front no. of the weights right in front of the mirror. No. You, you don't have to get that close to the mirror. No. You're no. not looking any bigger. And that lighting you look in the there same. is not good. So you don't want to get any close to I the I know, mirrors. right? The lighting in there does it's suck. terrible. I question myself every time I'm in there. Like, okay, I just saw myself at home. You're like, I know you said that the other day. <laughs> it didn't look like this. Um, but yeah, so just a little. Be considerate of us yeah. tinier people. Or even today, 
that kid was waiting for us to get done, and that other oh, man I felt so bad. In. I know he like literally stood up to come over, and the guy like asked. He should have came over and asked before the other guy. Yeah. Because the guy actually like physically asked. He wasn't just standing there waiting. They need like a take a number. That's a good idea. Right. And then it just posts up like at the deli. I feel like it's like it's gonna break out into like a zoo. Then it literally could have a little over digital... people fighting over benches and yeah. bars and it's it gets a little hectic sometimes. Yeah. I feel like there's like a line for the benches half the time. But if they had a little ticket system. Yeah. Once your number's up, that's it. You go over. I'd be like, I'm number four! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, this could be a little... Don't steal our invention. Oh my god, speaking of consideration, how about we were doing lunges up and down the turf today. A hundred of them. We were on like... One hundred. We were trying not to stop either. We were on our fifth back and forth, and this guy just sat down right in the middle of where we were going. And if that wasn't bad enough, when he realized, like... We were... Coming and up to him. he was in our path, he picks up his mat and gives us a dirty look. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, he was We just stopped there. and turned around and went, kept going, like, because what else were we supposed to do? Yeah, we just had to alter our path. Yes, exactly. Um, but I guess this will conclude our episode for today. If you guys have any interesting gym stories, we would love to hear them. Oh, so yes. hit us in our DMs. Um, Make sure you guys are leaving us feedback. Um, We love hearing it, and we appreciate you guys coming back and listening each week. Um, And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.